0: Good morning, Boomer. How are you today, buddy, boy? You know what? I'm doing all right, Craig. A little bit of a crazy ride up here this morning, but you know what happened to me last night? And I know this probably happens to millions of people all across the country. You lay your head down on the pillow and you're like, okay, I got to change things up, right? I got to change things up. Yeah. My routine, you know, I get up at 4.15. Right. You know, it's gonna be good. Now I got to get up at 3.45 because I got to drive gotta an hour drive and 20 further, minutes right. to come, you know, to hear where we are today. And it's a great reason why we're here today. But I kept rolling over in the middle of the night, looking at the clock, wondering if I had set the alarm right and w- wondering whether or not I was going to miss that alarm. And if I would have missed that alarm, then I would have been roasted on this radio. Yes. Because that's the way things go around and
1: you here. So that means you were, very, you were anticipating, I got anticipating. I get up, I got to go, I got to go, I got to So get up.
0: finally, basically, I just decided, all right, I'm getting up at 3 o'clock, I'm making my own coffee, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to read the internet, see right. what's going on out there, what
1: and uh, I, I fell asleep. <laughs> and then- so you try to get up. Right and do stuff. Yes. Maybe eventually take a shower, get your day going. Right. Maybe leave a little bit earlier, whatever it is. And then I fell asleep and again. And you fell back asleep. What time did you finally wake back up? Uh, so it, was, so it
0: was 20 minutes later. The good news was is that I got up, I showered and everything else. Did the alarm go uh, off? The alarm went off correctly at the right time because that's. but but that was in another room so I never heard it. But uh, at the end of the day, I got up here and uh, thankfully uh, the route from here to which where I was coming from, there is no construction Right, uh, which may be the only route in New York, where there is no construction these days. Traffic. Free. So I made it up here. I was supposed to make it up here in an hour and fifteen minutes. I made it up here in fifty-five minutes.
1: Is that right? Yeah. Somebody was going fast. Boom. Yeah. But Why I got not? Of time. Right.
0: But it was one of those nights where I, I swear I just I, I put my head on the pillow. It was like ten thirty, and I looked at it. It was eleven fifteen. Then it was twelve twenty. Like, I'm not get any sleep That was like two fifteen, and then finally was three o'clock. I, you know, what? this is ridiculous. I'm just going to get up. So that's my average you know, night. I'll fight through it here at Trump Briarcliff. You know, it's not not, not, not so bad. Let's get the violin fun? out for him now. <laughs> Yeah, that's
1: yeah. what I'm talking about. So a little rain now, but the rain's gonna go away in time uh, to play, as it does every year for us. Um, so let me start with the Yankees. They almost they almost <laughs> they almost did pull the Mets and uh, and gave it away. But you know Montgomery goes seven, only five hits, uh, did another good job, and uh, you know they bring up young guys, and again young guys help the Yankees out. Well, seems like know. no matter. I, I know there's guys that have had their moments and all. But uh, they bring young guys up. Obviously, to get the bad news yesterday about Starling Castro with the hamstring and the guys somehow find a way, and that's the game the Yankees no could not afford to lose.
0: No, especially when you get up uh, 7-1 the way they did, but Shreve came in. He was like a gas can. Chapman also gave up two hits, even though he got two outs, but uh, at the end of the day, they made it interesting. Uh, the, the thing about the Yankees, like I, we were talking about yesterday, a little bit of the injury bug. Now, Starlin Castro pulls up with a hamstring, so he's got a wrist and a hamstring. I don't know when we'll see him again. Uh, they're saying that... Uh, that that Hicks is going to be out a month, at least three weeks. Right, right But uh, so welcome back to the major leagues, Tyler Austin, uh, who did get a home run last night, which is uh, huge
1: because they give up four in the ninth, and they uh, they go from a six two, six one, going into the ninth to a six five win and barely hang on. And had they lost that game, and I'm watching, going, oh, that one's going to bust my chops. You know what like, you think about? I this- see where this is going. Here comes the Met rhetoric against me.
0: Well, the Yankees only had six hits last night. Yeah, listen. It's just it was, that two of them were home runs. Right. I think two of them home runs. Well, yes. listen,
1: Austin, of Not course. Not just one of them. Home, Austin, Austin hit Austin had the home run. run right. uh, Headley had a up good two night.
0: Actually, Headley had a good night last night.
1: But it's one of those games where, I mean, I started thinking, boy, are the New York Yankees going to go the way the Mets have gone, where they blow leads, they get hurt, you know, they can't get out of their own way. And then there's a the level of baseball that makes you go, uh-oh, we're in trouble. But somehow, some someway, they, uh, they figure it out. They win. They're now eight games over 500. The Red Sox won as well. But you, know, you pointed something out, and I hate to say it, but Governor Christie, who was mocking the Yankees two weeks ago about how they hadn't had any injuries at that point, really. And well, I don't think 41. he was mocking
0: it. I think he was pointing out he that was was legitimate concern that they had, really had their injuries, and now all of a sudden their injuries are going to come sooner or later. And I wouldn't say he was mocking. I would say he was somewhat prophetic. He was more. He was. He was maloiking. Prophetic. He was trying to be was, a maloiker. He was looking out, and he saw some things that he hadn't seen earlier in he the was, year that we saw from the Mets, and I'm sure he was defending the Mets from your. Verbal assault that no, no seems to assault. happen every single day, and all he was pointing out was that the Yankees had been somewhat lucky because they hadn't had the at injury that bug at that point. Right, and now all of a sudden the injury bug has turned, and the Yankees are dealing with it. Yankee biatch!
1: No Yankee biatch! My ass. The bottom line is this: the Yankees had to win that game after the lead they had, and somehow, some way, they held on.
0: But you know, the, the, the so drama, I'll say it's a good win. I will say this it was fine it's one game in the middle of a you know 162 game season and uh, if they would have lost it you would have been miserable here this morning as yes. uh, yankee fans would have been but really the story you know for me last night were two individuals one was bill russell who yep. uh, you got to love bill russell at the age of 83 standing up there and just absolutely letting the younger guys have it this a the bit. nba
1: awards The uh, NBA awards last night, last night. on tnt yep. so uh,
0: he actually was great last night and i thought <laughs> You know, just like a curmudgeon, an old guy who's got the 11 rings or 10 rings, whatever it is, as a player, and uh, stands up there and just says, you know, I could kick your ass. you got to love that. I probably could, by and, the know, way. You know, at the 83, you get away with saying stuff like that.
1: Of course. play. Well, you're 83, and you're one of the all-time greats. Yeah. Who won more titles than every one of those guys combined on right. the stage last night? I thought Russell Westbrook deserved it. I said it all year, and that's not taking anything away from James Harden, but... When you do something that has not been done in kind of what forty years, yeah, Um, and you and you single-handedly bring your team to the playoffs, I don't think anybody. It's weird. It's I don't think you you can't argue against Russell Westbrook. You can certainly argue in favor of Harden, but there seems to be this weird and it happened. We talked about during the season this weird agenda against Russell Westbrook. I felt well, and then of course he wins.
0: Well, a little bit. I I think because of the reaction of Kevin Durant leaving, but kind of again an nba player that is kind of weird to me when i when i watch uh, and i listen to the uh to the thank that you know the thanking speech and all that other stuff and the speech this time was you know uh it was all about me 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 he must have said the word to me about 37 times yep. and then finally he said it's not about me it's about my teammates <laughs> right. uh, i i i uh, it was all over the place um, but I, I thought he deserved it. I, I thought, don't know that
1: he expected to win maybe, you know.
0: Yeah, given the given the fact of, you know, who he's playing with, who they lost, w- the way the whole situation unfolded in Oklahoma City and the fact that he stayed behind. Now, he got paid to stay behind. And the way that he played, uh, I, you know, he deserved it. He definitely deserved it because he, he gave his team a chance every night. You could say that LeBron deserves it every single year if you, you want You can make to. the argument. But, you know, listen, they went out and got LeBron players. They built the team around LeBron. LeBron uh, – You know, has this support system. And, you know, and if you ask me, Westbrook had to go 100 miles an hour every single night in order for his team to win. And I, I can't remember. You know, he cut a couple off nights, you know, shooting and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, he's the guy that definitely, definitely deserves uh, the MVP. If you want to talk about a most valuable singular player, it's him. It's definitely him.
1: Was there any part of you last night while you're watching when they went through, you know, MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, Draymond Green, yep. Most Improved Player, The Greek Freak, Sixth Man of the Year, Eric Gordon, Coach of the Year, Mike D'Antoni? I love that. Me too. We'll get to that in a second. Rookie. Of the year, Malcolm uh, Brogdon, and then when well, they said, and now the award for executive of the year, was well, there any aspect, a party that said, I wonder if Phil Jackson's in there? I wonder. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's so pathetic. Like you look at all the awards last night, and even that they did a thing like your know, highlight plays, like the assist of the year, the dunk of the year, the block of the year. I mean, other than the Knicks being on the receiving end. Of some of those uh, great plays, right? There wasn't a Nick to be found. I don't even know if there's a Nick in the building. Well, Willie, I'm not sure if the Knicks were allowed in the building. Willie Herman
0: Gomez did make the all rookie team, so good for him. And that's uh, that was unforeseen. Nobody expected that when Correct. the season started. And that I think the
1: Knicks were banned from being in the building.
0: They might have been. They really might. The, I think
1: the NBA came out and had an meeting saying, "Look, we want this to go well." We don't want people to laugh at us or mock us. We already know that we have major problems in the league, despite you know Golden State kind of you know you know having the way with Cleveland. So let's. How do we ensure that we uh, we mitigate any people laughing at us? Ban all Nick employees (laughs) from the awards ceremony. Yeah. Okay. Which brings me.
0: I I know this, but I, I and which brings me to the thought that we you know we've been talking about now for two weeks. I just, I totally understand what Carmel Anthony is doing right now to the Knicks. Yep. He is just going to say, I'm staying, I'm staying, I'm staying, I'm not going to be traded, and knowing full well that they're going to end up cutting him, and then he'll be able to pick and choose wherever he wants to go, and the team, like, whether it be Cleveland or whether it be the Clippers or anything else, won't have to go to the $30 million range to absorb him into their contract structure. And that's all because of Phil Jackson now uh, verbally basically telling everybody that he's doesn't want Carmelo here.
1: Right. So, so I agree. Carmelo's playing so them now. So just think
0: about this for one second. I know, maybe you can get your calculator out. Maybe we could figure this out. I got a mind
1: like a calculator. The Go amount
0: ahead. of money that Jim Dolan has spent on this basketball team yes. since the day that Phil Jackson arrived with his sixty million dollars contract. Yes. So they fire Woodson, right? They bring in um, seven
1: hundred ninety-three million four hundred seventy-two dollars.
0: When you think about the amount of waste and what he and and Jim Dolan and the the you know the owners of the Knicks and the fans of the Knicks have received yes, in the last three years, depending you know, looking at the amount of money that has been spent, whether it be the seventy-two million on Joakim Noah, whether it be you know the A-Wall Derrick Rose who they're still talking to, sure, uh, the amount of money that they poured down the Carmelo drain and uh, put a no-trade clause attached to it. Uh, the amount of money that they gave to, um, what's it, Derek, Derek
1: Fisher. Derek Fisher, and,
0: right? And now you got sec being paid. You got, uh, I, I mean, it's just, it's uh, its mind blowing. We know what we're it's doing. Obscene. Yeah, it's obscene. We're it is absolutely. are good at what we do?
1: Obscene. I do. A and, great yet, job. <laughs> and yet, they sell it every game. So if they, at the end of the day, although I do believe that Dolan Dude, it's wants obscene. to win How many guys a, run a
0: team? Like 13 or 15? 12. They spend more money than the New York Giants yeah, for God's. sake. There are twelve
1: sake. players on a basketball team, but I do believe that Dolan wants is, to win. I don't think I'm he's about I'm about I don't think saying. he's no, like an absent minded owner. But there's no there happens to be currently no added benefit financially other than playoff games to them winning. They sell out every game. But dude, I'm what Those I'm people saying, still eat hot dogs and and uh, and burgers and a sausage.
0: Hey, listen, Jim Dolan is. I'm sure uh, you know. We know him. We've had lunch with him a few times. Seems like a really genuinely nice guy. Wants to do right by the Nick fans. Wants to do right by the Ranger fans. Uh, I know he charges an exorbitant amount of money. Exorbitant. Uh, but I I understand all that because it's a it's a product that everybody for it. wants. Every, Listen, if people didn't want the product, the prices wouldn't be what they are. Right. But but here's the thing. He is so taken advantage of by the people around him, it is not even funny. It is a disgrace, literally a disgrace, the amount of money that the Knicks have spent on this roster and the amount of coaching and play, uh, uh, personnel, people, and everything else that's gone on. And, and Phil Jackson right now. Not only is he at the head of it, making all those decisions, he is the prime example of it.
1: Well, just put it this way: since Phil Jackson got here, no joke, they've spent about half a billion dollars. I, I know. And and have lost fifty or more games in three straight years. They had, and here's the thing that gets me: as I don't know, we're, we're doing all the basketball because the awards last night. The thing that gets me when you see all these other guys up on stage and the teams that. Either if they didn't win, they, you know they, they're in a great direction and they're going to be competitive and they'll be in the playoffs and whatnot. What gets me is that we're so far away from that right now as a Nick fan. Like, you, you draft an 18-year-old French kid. What?
0: Yeah, well, like, I mean, He, he's the best he there. might not
1: even play this well, year. Well, the problem is the Knicks can't you know? get break, they
0: can't get to the we top have of the a guy
1: lottery. They th- we have a guy. They're who-
0: so bad that they can't get to the top of the lottery, when they even when they are bad. We have a
1: guy <laughs> that they refer to as the That's Unicorn. How bad they are, yes. Now, why do they call him the Unicorn? Because he has certain skills that they've never seen really before, other than maybe no whiskey, right? Yeah. And we can't get that right. Let, like, if you ever saw a Unicorn and you captured it, you'd probably be a pretty wealthy guy. Since no one's ever actually captured a unicorn, right? Okay. Even Ringling, Barnum, and Bailey never had an actual real-life unicorn. The Knicks somehow find themselves with a unicorn, right? So what are we going to do to him? Let's announce that we to get rid of it. I'm morons. And what I don't understand, and I say this about the Mets... Uh, with with Will Pine, who you can't get rid of. I'll say it about the New York Jets with Woody Johnson, who thankfully we've sent off to Great Britain. And I'll say it about the Knicks. I don't understand Jim Dolan when he had the chance a few months ago to uh, get rid of Phil Jackson. There's an option in the contract. He could have said, you know what? It hadn't worked out. Boom, peace out. Well, maybe he just and what up. did he do? <clears throat> He actually pushed the button, and opted in.
0: You know what he might have. Done? You know what he might have done. He might have said, "You know what, Phil Jackson's made this place so uninhabitable that I'm going to make him live through
1: it and make him be the guy that uh, suffers the." And he hates an us, the fans. If, if, that, if that was the rationale, it'd be like FAN bringing Mike back. I mean, it's over. It's gone. Goodbye. You opted out. It has. It's not working anymore. Stop bringing him back. No
0: more FAN.
1: Thank you. The good news, of course, is that we do live in a town. In which uh, the New York Yankees reside. Yeah, well, they probably And even though a things game. went south for uh, 10 out of the last 12. So you're
0: thinking now they're going to get ready to go back on the run again. <laughs> the New
1: York Yankees played the White Sox last night, and the new run has begun. Yeah, okay. See, so it rhymes. Stop. And I should say um, Stop. Say with great pride that we are here at uh, Trump National in Briarcliff Manor, Westchester County, about uh, 40 minutes or so outside of New York City. For uh, my foundation's fourth annual golf tournament. It's called TikTok Stop. It's uh, our celebrity golf tournament. It always rains a little bit in the morning and then it clears right up. We have um, well over a hundred golfers that are coming today and it's our uh, one of our two largest fundraisers of the year in our attempts to uh, fund our camp which is a week-long a sleepaway camp, which we started with 27 kids three years ago. We're now at a full capacity of 60 kids for this year's Camp Carton, which is over on the campus of Kindering. And of course, we do our research, trying to find, a, if not a cure just yet, a way to help mitigate the ticks that are associated with threats. And I'm very happy to say that, with fingers crossed, in the next 90 days, we are hoping for some really good news from the FDA that we've uh, come up with uh, exactly that. So events like this and people like Boomer and everyone else that's going to come participate, help us raise money today, goes a very, very long way to helping us achieve our goals in the world of a threat. So we also want to thank uh, Mr. Lynch and the Trump Association for having us here. Uh, it's the only place I would ever do the golf tournament because you're so kind to us and help us raise as much money as possible. And we expect to do that again today. So that's why we're here.